0: Hi everyone, this is Danny.
1: And this is Sharissa, ready to bring you Looking Up.
0: Starting right after this song.
2: A voice from heaven is calling your looks up to thee, thou Lamb of Calvary, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, but faith the size of a mustard seed will cause a mountain to come down. Faith looks up, sorry, Worry looks around.
1: Good afternoon everyone, you're listening to Looking Up and this is Sharissa and of course I'm joined in studio today by Danny and also Shell who's keeping us audible Amen. <laughs> and on air and we're so glad that you're joining us for another week of Looking Up and uh, it is still very beautiful weather, overcast day where we are here in Newcastle but uh, the weather is warm and there's lots to be thankful for. How are you Danny?
0: I am praising the Lord and looking up.
1: <laughs> how appropriate
0: <laughs> Indeed,
2: indeed, uh,
1: to be here on this show doing those things well we want to remind our listeners of just a couple of important things, first of all uh, if you want to contact us at any point throughout this program uh, you can do so on the studio number you can call or text us with a comment or question, even a prayer request we love hearing from you the number to contact us on is 0491 064 and of course if you would like to catch up on any of the past episodes of this program simply go to the faith fm website and you can go to the looking up program and all the past programs are there as podcasts and i actually checked them out again this week so it's it's true they're all there they're all there so, so that's really good good news too and you can of course access all the other programs that uh, air on this station so Today, we have an exciting program, always pan packed lots of current events to debrief, discuss, and share about why these events are so significant, and why do we do that all the time on this program?
0: That's because we want to be reminded each and every week that we are drawing nearer to the coming of Jesus, and it's a message we want to share far and wide. And so, yeah, this this program just gives us that boost each and every week to help us to know that, yes, the coming of Jesus is drawing near. We need to keep looking up and we need to be sharing far and wide and inviting others to be ready.
1: Amen. And uh, today, as we do, we're going to not just share about current events, but we have an exciting Bible study, which is like actually still in line with current events, too. But what's Uh, the topic today?
0: Well, today we're going to continue to look at um, what the Bible says will be one of the major focal points at the end of time, which is peace and safety and who will be leading the charge and how it's all going to be coming together. So, yes, a lot of exciting stuff from Bible prophecy today.
1: Yes, and I've got some of his notes here and I can see we are in for a treat. So don't go away, everyone. Just stay with us. We will have a song break in a moment and then we kind of come back and just really dig in to what the Bible has to say about right now and today. And so the song that we're going to listen to is a song called I Has Not Seen. How appropriate Mm. uh, for us to be reflecting on this. These are the words that the Bible says, I Has Not Seen, about what heaven has in store for us. For us,
2: eye has not seen, ear has not.
3: we
1: This is Looking Up, and that was I Has Not Seen, and we are excited to begin just unpacking current events with uh, with you all. And so, Pastor Danny, what's been happening in the news that caught your attention as far as oh, prophecy is wow, concerned? Wow,
0: as far as prophecy is concerned, there's, there's a number of things that um, caught my attention. One in particular, I'm just going to go straight to the, the, the granddaddy, Prophetic headline of this week. Okay, all there's right. been a few, so this one's the granddaddy of them all. And that is what has um, been proposed in Austria. So, not, not Australia. Let's just get I'm that glad right.
1: You did Austria, that. Austria well, in Europe, well, everyone. <laughs> Austria
0: in Europe, exactly. Western Europe. Because I remember being in the United States of America uh-huh. back in the early nineties. I did two trips: one in nineteen ninety-two, the other one in nineteen ninety-three. I've got cousins there. I had them they're living in Chicago at the time. Now they've moved to Phoenix, Arizona. Um, and I remember while I was there in the states, um, you know, you talk to people and they hear your accent and they obviously know you're not from there. And I'm like. You know, I'm from Australia. They're like, oh, Austria, <laughs> Austria. I'm like, no, not Austria, Australia. <laughs> and um, kangaroos. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And away we go. Anyway, by the way, by the way, to our American friends, Happy Thanksgiving yes. for tomorrow. Right,
1: that's right. We, Shell's American.
0: Yeah, and you've got an American.
1: I have an American husband.
0: You do. So you both have Happy Thanksgiving.
1: Oh, It's a wonderful, wonderful thing to have Thanksgiving. I think Australia should adopt it too.
0: Yeah, what day should we choose? Every day should be Thanksgiving. <laughs> every, every Sabbath day should be Thanksgiving.
1: Should be done on May 8th.
0: May eight. what happened on May it's eight?
1: It's Mate Day. Oh, oh. May eight Day.
0: I'm telling you, only in May America, eight. might May eight, Mate Day. Might, might That's day. the only way
1: we'd remember it. That's right. <laughs> that is and fantastic. It could, be, it could be just a great holiday for.
4: Put a shrimp on the barbie.
1: That's actually something that. worth following up. Yeah, if we start a petition. We could get we could day.
0: we could. Unlike <laughs> Pauline Hanson, whose oh. whose bill did not get through the Senate this week. Now tell um, us why is that
1: significant? No,
0: that's that's not the big one. Okay. The, let's start <laughs> off. With the, let's let's go back to Austria. Let's go back to Austria. Now Austria this week. Let me just um let me just pull that up right now. Where is it? Where did I? Here we go. Um all right let me let me just pull it up right now and that is in austria we have we have an unprecedented move as of february 1 next year so february 1 2022 because Austria's COVID cases have been going through the roof during this fourth wave that has gripped you know Europe this fourth COVID wave and so uh, they they initially they initially said that the unvaccinated were to be going into lockdown Mm -hmm. however now they've gone one step further and they've said as of February 1 every single person must be vaccinated now they haven't set an age so it's definitely going to be the adults, you know, at least from 16 or 18 up, everyone right across the board, Um, regardless of whether you're working or not. This is not like an employment mandate or health workers or education or whatever the case. Everyone must get vaccinated. Otherwise, they will face um, fines or potential imprisonment. Wow. So, um, yeah. So the headline was, um, and there's a number of them. People can Google it. Austria plans compulsory COVID vaccination for all.
2: Wow.
0: So it's for everyone. And, um, you know, I'll just read here. Austria is to become the first European country to make vaccinations against COVID-19 mandatory and will go into its fourth nationwide lockdown. Da-da-da-da. Um, the government said, it was preparing the legal groundwork for a general vaccine mandate to come into effect from 1st of February with exemptions for those unable to receive a jab only on medical grounds. Um, so the age, you know, as I pointed out, hasn't been determined yet. However, refusing to be vaccinated, uh, you are likely to face administrative fines which can be converted into a prison sentence if the fine cannot be recovered. So if wow. you can't pay your fine, you're going to jail. Wow. This is huge because this this ties in with Revelation chapter 13. And let me just uh, once again state the COVID vaccine, these mandates are not the mark of the beast. But how mm-hmm. this ties into Revelation 13 is that Revelation 13 is a mandate, whether you're rich or you're poor, whether you're free or you're slave, whether you're male or female, it matters not everyone in order to buy and sell To function in society must receive the mark of the beast. So this is as close to the mark of the beast that we have as far as there are no exceptions apart from it's setting the table, setting the framework. It's setting the mindset. I say, you know, it's setting the mindset for, for the final showdown. Yes. And so, so yes, this, this just blew me away. Now I, I discovered that Austria. Uh, it's it's the first Western European country. However, there have been some other nations um, closer to home that have already gone down that road, and I can't just find it here, but I think one of them might have even been New Caledonia. Um, but there are a couple of um, – oh, here we go. I found it. Here we go. Outside the continent of Europe, so far, those who have um, made it mandatory uh, for society at large are uh, Indonesia. So that's got like – uh, a lot of people, hundreds. Mm-hmm. You know, there's I think 100 million people in Indonesia, Micronesia, and Turkmenistan mm-hmm. um, have vaccine mandates for all adults. So, yeah, fascinating wow. stuff. So <laughs> we incredible. can see we can see the prophetic wheels really moving into high gear. And yeah, so this is setting a framework, um, a template, uh, a mindset, whatever you want to call it for that final showdown, which could be just around the corner.
1: You know, and just bringing it closer to home, we haven't got that kind of a mandate here in Australia, but I, I did see in the news this week that Dan Andrews in, in Victoria and the government there is considering and not ruling out um, mandating COVID vaccines for children as young, um, as, young as five. Wow. They're, they're considering it. So no jab, no play is on the cards. But uh, I think, yeah, as you just mentioned, this is just amazing in terms of, of how it's it's heading in the direction society and 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 our governments are heading in the direction where prophecy said they would be heading um, mm. at the end of time and Amen. yeah it's not the mark of the beast but it smells like it <laughs> exactly
0: and, and that's why a lot of people have confused it yes. um, a lot of people and if you go onto you know the internet YouTube in particular um, there's so I just went on this way because I'm preparing for a for a presentation on 666. So I'm doing a presentation on that because I've had a lot of questions on that. Anyway, um, it's, it's really fascinating. Some of the, some of the, um, YouTube, uh, messages that are coming through because there's just so many connections. And I'm like, folk, don't be surprised that there are so many connections because this is setting the framework. This is setting the, the platform. And if you think of how the serpent worked in the garden, uh, Sharissa, you know, he didn't come flat out and say to Eve, "You're not going to surely die." He didn't do that.
2: No, he, didn't. he had
0: a leading question. Did God say?
1: Ca- cause ca- cast doubt. On cast what God doubt,
0: and what's there? But so he engaged in the conversation, and he sort of got into her mind, and got her to question God, and then he went to stage two. So often there's a stage one, there's a stage two. In fact, the destruction of Jerusalem mm-hmm. had two stages. You know. Um, and Jesus said, you know, at the end of that first stage, you'll have an opportunity to flee. The first destruction of Jerusalem uh, under King Nebuchadnezzar in 586, guess what? That had three stages. Really? 605 B.C. is when King Nebuchadnezzar first came, and he took Daniel and his friends away and some other from the royal family. Then he came back in 597 B.C., and then finally uh, 11 years later in 586 B.C., um, Jerusalem was finally destroyed, and the temple was destroyed. So there's like three three stages. Mm. So it happens incrementally, and that's what we found.
1: Fascinating, yeah. Well, so that
0: was the big granddaddy that of was them. The
1: big granddaddy. What what are the um, other family members we got here?
0: Um, well, look, this one this one's quite interesting. Um, uh, this I just saw today. Um, NASA is pumping in three hundred plus million dollars on a missile, I guess, that they're going to be sending up into space um, a long, long way away to to seek to – it's a 10-month 10, 10 journey um, to try and knock out this asteroid. You know, we've got a whole bunch of asteroids, you know, floating around in our solar system. And um, this asteroid, NASA wants to try and deflect it. Um, so it's wow. like a test. Because you know there was the movie Armageddon. I don't know if you've seen the movie Armageddon. or Have you heard of it? Uh, oh, have you have you seen the movie Armageddon? Back in 1998. That's a long time ago. That was
1: before I was born.
0: That's yeah, <laughs> not That's quite. Scary. But um, yeah, you were a little tacker then. Um, 1998. So Bruce Willis. Some of you will remember that movie. And you know that ester that asteroid was the size of Texas. And um, anyway. That was a Hollywood uh, fictional movie, but um, they're they're looking to put this up into space, and so they're looking to um, uh, knock out this um, asteroid that's 163 meters in diameter, and that could do some serious damage if an asteroid like that hit the Earth. Mm. You know, so um, yeah, so that's ah. interesting. So they're kind of saying we need it. We need to be ready. You know, no point in looking to get ready when we see it. You know, coming, we need to be ready ahead of time. So they're doing a bit of testing. So this is like a test case. So yeah, they're going to be they're going to be going on this. Ten, it's going to be going on a ten month journey to <laughs> seek to nudge this space rock out oh, of its orbit.
1: Wow, that's amazing, isn't it? The yeah. way uh, technology is and yeah, things people yeah, think so of doing.
0: That was quite interesting because the Bible talks about difficult and challenging times. Mm-hmm. Talks about troublesome times. So who's who's to say we may not experience? You know. Uh, in a, an episode where a comet comes and strikes our Earth, who's to say? Or an, you know, an asteroid? An asteroid, I should say. I
1: think when you look out and you look up in space and you, see, you realize all the asteroids and all, you know how how everything is just held in its circuit. Like, it's amazing that God keeps the planet orbiting as it does on Amen. its path. It's,
0: Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, the good thing is, Sharissa, sure, we don't need to be afraid right. of any asteroid or any comet or anything, you know, any man made or, or natural um, occurrence destroying this planet. Right. Because this planet will be destroyed. But it will only be destroyed when Jesus comes. So his coming will be what brings human history to an end. When nothing he, when before. He comes, he's
1: going to catch us up to. Exactly. So he's going to catch so... us
0: up and then it's going to be all over here. Yeah, so, so we so want to be different. caught up. We want to be caught that's up.
1: That's why heaven says, Fear not, for I am with you. Exactly. Exactly. Well, just real quick uh, in the moments that remain, Carl Rittenhouse. Yes. That's uh, been an interesting story.
0: That is, yes. And um, we don't get a lot of news from the States. Um, but yeah, that, that's one that. Been on on a, in a, in our news headlines. Yeah. How did you feel about that?
1: Well, kind of relief for in the sense that because um, it was a self defense case, but at the same time, it's it's very interesting watching uh, the Constitution in America mm. and how the value of it is is changing. Yeah, in people's minds, and yeah, very interesting.
0: It's becoming very um, political and uh, very emotional, and rather than looking at what the law says people are looking at it from their own particular perspective. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so when the Constitution uh, becomes something that is debated on the basis of um, political you know, agendas or opinions and emotion and so on and so forth, then we're in the foundation serious of trouble. Is in question. <laughs> yeah.
1: And that's interesting to watch too because Bible prophecy talks yeah, about… Yeah, it does. Uh, it US does. US and we're going we're
0: to we're tap into that next week. Oh, exactly. Yeah, we're going to look at the United States in Bible prophecy. And finally, just a couple of things before we, we wrap up. Um, our own prime minister tomorrow is supposed to be tabling the, the religious discrimination bill. Ooh. And that's really fascinating because, um, you've got Christians. Uh on both sides, you've got Christians that are not that excited about it. They feel some of their liberties are going to be taken away, especially those from the LGBTIQ plus community, um, which I've found fascinating a reading. And so it's gonna be interesting to see how that goes. And um yeah, we'll see how that goes. Pauline Hansen, her bill on on you know, getting rid of mandates, that got Slammed. Yeah. So, well, anyway.
1: However, it goes, we must give thanks to the Lord. Amen. So, uh, we're going to go to a song, have the news, and keep going here on Looking Up.
3: We were wandering in the desert with our souls so starved and weak. We were hungry for a homeland we did not know how to seek. But we lifted up our voices
4: To the only
3: one who heals And the God of mercy came And brought us near We were locked out of the garden And our backs bent down with pain In the shadow of death's darkness we were slaves to sin and blame And we cried out in our labor To the only one who hears And the God of mercy wiped away our tears we we'll give thanks to the Lord For His love endures forever We were one And our Father brought us home to a safe dwelling place, to a feast of joy and laughter. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. We were fools in our rebellion, with our hunger strike of pride. We were sick and growing closer To the death we should have died Then He heard of our condition And He called us by our names And the God of glory took away our shame We'll give thanks to the Lord For His love endured we were wandering and lost When our Father brought us home To a safe dwelling place To a feast of joy and laughter We're far out on the ocean Making wealth and chasing dreams But the waves of great destruction Brought us trembling to our knees And we cried like drunken sailors To the only one who hears And the God of comfort took away our tears Give thanks to the Lord, for His love endures forever, we were one.
2: Listening to Faith FM, positively different radio.
0: I'm Robbie Bergen, and I'm inviting you to tune into my brand new show right here on Faith FM, The Faith Experiment. Join me as I share with you my personal experiment with faith and how September 11, 2001, helped shape my worldview. I've got great giveaways, so join me on Mondays right after the breakfast show, right here on Faith FM.
1: Welcome back, everyone. We are looking up still, and look, we are going to do something very exciting here now. We are going to do a Bible study.
3: Oh, wow. If
1: I can get my thoughts together. Now, before we do the Bible study, I need to tell everyone about an amazing free offer. It's actually not a free offer. It's a prize. But it's a prize for everyone who calls or texts us with the code word if you're in the top five. Wow, did you hear that, everyone? Five. The number five. Wow, we're breaking all the records.
0: (laughs) We're breaking all the records. So,
1: look, the book that we have is a book. We've actually got two, and you can choose which one you would like when you call. Uh, The one's by Nathan Brown. It's called Advent Hearing the Good News Story in the Story of Jesus' Birth. And uh, yeah, so if you would like to get a copy of this book, you can. Or if you prefer to get a children's version of Advent for Kids, you just read one um, entry every day. About the story of Jesus, right up until Christmas. So there's, I'm just looking at it right now. It's it's for the whole month of December. It looks really good. Uh, it would make a great gift, even well, an early gift because you can start at the beginning of the month. So yeah, just want to let you know this is a beautiful. Prize that we're going to give to the first five people to call or text us with the code work, and I'll just give them the number.
0: I think it might be four because I think I'm going to take one. <laughs> so just just four books. Okay, no, they're okay. no, just kidding. Just okay, kidding.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, if you want to be in the running, just jot this number down, or you may want to comment on something we talk about on the show. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. That's the number you need. Zero four nine one. Zero six
0: four six six nine. And Sharice, if I could just add, if people have got a prayer request, send it through. You know, we would love to, to pray for you. Um, and so send us through, not necessarily online. I mean, sorry, on the air. But we would love to pray for you. So if you've got a prayer request, send it through to Sharissa and I. And Sharissa is a prayer warrior, and I'm trying to spend more time in prayer. So we will pray for you during the week.
1: Amen. Well, Pastor Danny, I think we're ready now to hit the road.
0: We are ready. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, so today um, we're going to continue this um, journey by taking a look at uh, some of the some of the key points uh, that the Bible gives us regarding what life will be like on planet earth just before jesus comes some of the key themes like there's a lot of things that jesus talked about Mm -hmm. and we have spoken about a number of those things but there's a couple of things that really stand out and we spoke of one of them last week and that was in relation to the climate we talked about the environment the climate and that's obviously a hot potato um it's uh something that's worldwide we've talked about Covid, um, as well, and how this is a, a worldwide issue that we are all facing. And Jesus said that we would be facing issues in the area of nature, in the area of politics, and um, you know wars and rumors of wars. And um, and He also said that there would be uh, a lack of peace and safety. Mm. Very clearly, when you take a look at what Jesus had to say. Um, concerning his signs of the times, he said, "You know, there would be there'd be a lack of peace and safety." And I've got a, I've got a few scriptures here, Sharissa. You might want to read these. Um, well, just a couple. Well, three of them: Mark thirteen verse eight, and Luke twenty-one verse nine, and then Second Timothy chapter three and verse one. And I'm going to just sort of unpack uh, several words that are really. Uh, critical that help us to know what Jesus was talking about. First thing, Mark 13, verse 8.
1: All right, just the it's yeah. the accent. It says, there will be famines and troubles.
0: Okay, troubles. Okay, I looked up that word in Strong's Concordance, and what does it mean in Strong's?
1: Oh, yeah. think here I can see disturbance, commo- commotion, or tumult, turmoil in society.
0: Okay, does that describe our time today, Charissa?
1: Sounds like I'm watching the news.
0: Exactly. This, this, this literally sounds like the front page headlines. Mm-hmm. Now, another interesting um, passage, or the parallel passage, is Luke 21, verse 9 and there, Jesus, yeah, if you want to read that little little patch out of Luke 21, verse 9.
1: When you hear of wars and commotions.
0: All right, commotions. All right, take a look at what the word literally means, Charissa, tell us.
1: It means instability, a state of disorder, disturbance, or confusion.
0: Now, does that sound like your front page headlines?
1: That could be the front or the second page.
0: <laughs> instability. <laughs> yep. That sounds very much like Absolutely. where we are today. Confusion. And people confused? Yes, they are. Disturbed.
1: They're extremely disturbed.
0: State of disorder. We, we are seeing all that. We're seeing all that. And in Luke 21 verse 9, it also says, um, when you hear of wars and commotions, what did Jesus say?
1: He said, do not be terrified.
0: Do not be terrified. That's fascinating because that word only appears twice. And the other time it appears is when Jesus appeared to his disciples on Resurrection Sunday, and the Bible says they were terrified. Hmm. So that's that's fear. Mm-hmm. So Jesus here is describing fear. Now, one out of the Apostle Paul, just to set the foundation, in 2 Timothy 3, verse 1, what does the Apostle Paul there say?
1: Ah, uh, the Bible says, "But know this that in the last days perilous times will come."
0: All right, perilous times perilous will come. Times. Now that word, I mean, seems self-explanatory—perilous. But notice what the Biblical Dictionary, Strong's Concordance, defines it as:
1: means times of stress, dangerous, difficult, troublesome, hard to bear, harsh, savage, and fierce.
0: Oh. Does that sound like
1: 2021?
0: (laughs) It does sound, doesn't it? I mean, so what the Apostle Paul, what Jesus here described is literally what we see the world, Mm -hmm. you know, the condition of the world. I mean, times of stress, dangerous, difficult, troublesome, hard to bear, harsh, savage and fierce. And so this this is the world that Jesus described immediately prior to his coming. And so it's no wonder, it's no wonder that the Apostle Paul gives us these words. And this time we're going to turn to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. We read this passage last time, and I don't think this is on your screen. You're going to have to find it in your Bible. Um, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, yep. and if you want to read verse 3.
1: Sure, the Bible says for when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman and they shall not escape.
0: All right, now, what's this in connection with?
1: Uh, the coming of Jesus? Yeah, yeah. it is.
0: It is. Um, and we know that from verse 2. Do you want to read verse? Well, read verse 1 and 2?
1: But concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you, verse 2, for you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. Ah, we've heard Jesus talk about that, haven't we?
0: Yeah, we have. And what did he say about it? He
1: said that his coming would be like a thief in the night.
0: Yeah, Matthew 24, where he talked about that. And um, so Jesus, sorry, the Apostle Paul here says, there's going to be a cry of peace and safety. Mm -hmm. Now, Why would you be crying out peace and safety if everything was hunky-dory? It doesn't make sense, does it? If everything was going along normally in the world, there was no commotion, there was no stress, there was no fear, there was no anxiety, there's no need to cry out for peace and safety. I mean, Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, did they cry peace and safety? Mm -mm. (laughs) No, they didn't because they were in a perfect environment. Um, So... So that's, that's the time that we are living in. And it's fascinating. Um, the United Nations, I went to the United Nations website and, you know, the emblem, you know, we've all seen the emblem. It's a, a world, you know, with, um, you know. A
1: bullseye on it.
0: Yeah, it does. It. <laughs> I wasn't thinking of that, but, yeah, it does. I wonder what countries are in the bullseye. I think it's like the top of Europe. Fortunately, Australia is not in the bullseye. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it's a world. um, And then you've got the two olive branches, you know, um, encircling the globe. And, um, yeah, it's in blue. Mm -hmm. And so do you want to read to us um, a little bit on this um, emblem and what the main objectives are of the United Nations? This is fascinating. In line with what the Apostle Paul said, would be the cry, at the end of time, peace and safety.
1: All right. So the emblem consists of a map of the world surrounded by two olive branches. These two symbols speak for themselves. The olive branch is a symbol of peace, while the world map represents the organization in its quest to attain world peace. The main objectives of the United Nations are the maintenance of international peace and security basically safety, and the promotion of the well-being of the peoples of the earth and international cooperation to these ends.
0: All right. Does that describe the cry of peace and safety, Charissa? What do you think? Well, I, what jumps out at you?
1: Well, the whole symbol of peace. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and the their purpose mm. to achieve safety. Peace
0: and security, or peace and safety. Literally, this is language out of the Apostle Paul 2,000 years ago. I couldn't believe it. I'm like comparing my Bible. I'm like, when they shall say peace and safety, and I'm like, international peace and security, and security is the same as safety. I'm like, they're quoting the same language. Yeah. Fascinating. And just like we talked about the doomsday clock. Yeah. You remember our friend um, Boris Johnson, the Mm -hmm. UK Prime Minister? You remember what he said at the climate summit? Tell it's me. it's a minute before midnight. Oh, you remember did, that? Yeah, he did say that. And he gave that James Bond analogy, you know, where there's a time, there's a, a debt, you know, there's a bomb about to be detonated, and James Bond's working frantically, and you know, like half a second before the bomb goes off, James Bond, you know, works out, you know, he works out uh, what wires need to be cut and da da da, you know, and he saves the world. Mm. Um, and so he's using the language of Jesus, who said, "And at midnight." the cry was heard behold the bridegroom is coming go out to meet him so there's a cry heard at midnight and there's a cry here for peace and safety so it's fascinating the language that's being used
1: isn't it ever
0: you know so so the language of the bible is now being echoed by our politicians and our world leaders and our mm. you know i mean the united nations mm-hmm. you know it and even just the name united Nations, you know, coming together, you know, peace and safety. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with peace and safety um, because that's how God created Adam and Eve to enjoy peace and safety. And um, I think we shared this last week, I'm not sure, Charissa, um, the Garden of Eden. Did yes, we talk about the Garden of Eden? He
1: did indeed. But it's
0: probably good to be reminded of what that means, what the word garden means and what the word Eden means.
1: Sure. Well, a garden means uh, an enclosure or a fenced off and protected area. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: And Eden means pleasure and delight.
0: Does that sound like peace and safety?
1: Yeah, I guess you could say that.
0: It does, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. And um, so that's how God created Adam and Eve to enjoy peace and safety in a beautiful enclosed environment and um, and as I pointed out last week you know God placed Adam and Eve in an enclosed and protected environment where they would live eternally enjoying their creator's continual pleasure and delight, continual peace and safety Now what's fascinating Sharissa is that we have in the Bible a prophecy concerning who will lead who will lead the charge of peace and and safety. Ooh. Okay, now next where week do we
1: go for that. Oh, n- that's next week. No, 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 no. Next oh. week
0: we're going to take a look at the safety side. Okay, this week we're going to take a look at the peace side. Okay. Someone brought to my attention. Oh, I better not whisper because I'm a bit like <laughs> President Joe Biden. <laughs> Who whisper, that's a bit. Someone said that's a bit creepy. So we won't do that. Um, but what's fascinating is Revelation chapter thirteen has two beasts. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. We've got peace and safety, and in Revelation thirteen. Peace and safety is featured. We've got the first beast that focuses its attention on rolling out peace in the world. And we've got the second beast, which is the most powerful nation on the planet that everyone seeks to go to for safety. Mm. Peace and safety. Wow. The cogs are turning. (laughs) Charissa's thinking. Charissa's thinking. Okay. The peace side, this is really, really fascinating. When I ask you, when I ask you, Charissa, uh-huh, uh-huh. give me one individual on the planet right now who is considered to be the leading voice when it comes to promoting peace in the world. Give me uh, one individual.
1: I'd have to say Pope Francis.
0: Exactly. Right on,
1: because he was just recently calling all the you know religions of the world, Mm -hmm. major world faith leaders Mm -hmm. to come together uh, for the safety of the earth. I guess yes, Uh, climate for the
0: peace and safety of the earth. Peace Peace and and and, yeah, it was for people and planet. Yes, I mean who else? Who else? You think about it. Who else has the ability and the authority and the influence to be able to bring together? You know. All of the world's major religions that make up, you know, about 80% or more of the world's population Mm -hmm. in one place to all be on the same page and to sign a document. It's amazing. Can can you think of anyone else? I can't
1: think of anyone else.
0: Can you even think of a politician?
1: I can't even think of a politician. No.
0: So, And it's fascinating when you have – oh, there's a lot of fascinating things, but I've got to, I've just realized we are running out of time. So we're going to pause right there and then we're going to carry on with some more exciting stuff.
1: Sounds good. Well, we're going to listen to Fountain View Academy orchestra and singers as they sound the battle cry before we continue with this amazing thought that Pastor Danny's sharing with us. Song. That is a fantastic song. That's a song. rousing one. That's
0: worth listening to again and again and again. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. And uh, that was Sound the Battle, Battle Cry oh. by Fountain View Academy. We just want to remind our listeners as you're listening to Looking Up that there is a prize to be grabbed and you've got to be in the running for it to get it. Uh, the number that you need to keep by your side for when we release the code word is zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. and you have a choice. It's going to go to the first five people to call or text us and the books that you have to choose from, you can either get – a a book by Nathan Brown called Advent: Hearing the Good News Story in the Birth of Jesus, and uh, there are. Let's see here. I'm looking in the front title page. There's about thirty-one chapters, one for each day of the of December that you can be thinking and meditating on the story of Jesus and his birth, or if you'd like to get a book for your kids, there's a kids' version of the Advent book by, um, yeah, by Nathan Brown and Karen Collum. And yeah, it's a really nice looking book here. Yeah, I've got it right in front of me. So if you would like to get one of those books, you just simply call or text us with the word. And uh, if you're one of the first five, it's going to be coming to you. So we'll release that code word, I think, in the next segment.
0: Yeah, next yes. segment. Next All right. segment.
1: All right. So where where do we go to now, Pastor Dan? All
0: right. Well, right now we're going to go to Revelation. We've been talking about um, what the Bible says, and we're going to look at the evidence for this in just a moment. Um, but the Bible, the Bible says the cry at the end of time will be for peace and safety, and we've discovered the words of Jesus. There's going to be commotions. There's going to be troubles. There's going to be turmoil. It's going to be... It's going to be a hazardous place to live. Sadly, our planet Earth. So, in that context, of course, people are crying out for peace and safety. What else would you be asking? It's what when- they
1: need, it's what they want. Exactly
0: right. Um, so, so we've discovered that that's the cry, and the Bible says that the that the institution that will be at the head of the line promoting peace and safety. Um, peace in particular, we're going to take a look at the safety side next week and we're going to discover how peace and safety come together also next week, is uh, the Roman papacy. And so, you know, it's not just uh, Pope Francis, but other other pontiffs before him have really focused on bringing about peace in the world. And there's everything good about peace, Charissa.
1: Oh, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Yeah, he is
0: the Prince of Peace. And so everything is, is, there's nothing wrong with peace. I mean, you know, we were designed to live in a peaceful environment. However, we're going to discover how the enemy will take that which is good and he will sadly turn it into something that which sadly isn't good.
1: That's a good point. And and actually, you know, no man, no power on earth can give the peace that God gives us. That's right. Because God says, you know, I give you a peace that the world Cannot give. That's right. Or understand.
0: That's right. Yeah, that's John sixteen thirty three that you've just quoted. Mm-hmm. And um, look, uh, we've got to remember. We've got to remember that um, the enemy is cunning, um, and he will seek to use that which, on the surface, seems good and positive, in order to deceive. And that's how he worked in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, when he when he tempted and he deceived Eve, he he used something that was good. You know, um, I'm sure the fruit wasn't poisonous in and of itself. So it looked good. And it, the Bible says, you know, it looked good, um, you know, to make one wise and so on and so forth. So it was something that was good, but it was something that was wrong. It was something that was forbidden. And so the enemy looks to twist that which God has created um, for good purposes and to take those principles and, and to twist them in order to receive worship, which belongs to God and God alone. So this whole issue is over worship.
1: That's right. That's um, the bottom line. Yeah, because um, that just highlights again why the vaccine isn't the, <laughs> the
0: mark right. of the beast. That's right. And it has
1: nothing to do with worship.
0: Exactly but, right.
1: But uh, yeah, okay, very good.
0: So anyway, so let's go to Revelation 13.3. And okay. um, in Revelation 13, we have two powers um, that are... <laughs> excuse me that become the focus in fact in revelation 12:17 um we have there at the end of 2,000 years of Christian history, um, a description of the dragon who is Satan and who he seeks to attack at the end of time. Do you want to read Revelation 12, 17 first? It
1: says, And the dragon was enraged with the woman, and he went to make war with the rest of her offspring who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ.
0: Okay, so this group of people at the end of time are in Satan's crosshairs. They are in his bullseye mm. when it comes to destruction. Why? Because they keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. And when we read Revelation chapter 1, we discover that John, the revelator, was on the island of Patmos because of the testimony of Jesus Christ and the word of God. Mm. And the word of God is, is, in a summary of the word of God, is the, is the Ten Commandments. I've thought of that. Yeah, well, you think about um, ten what, words. <laughs> yeah, the ten words Jesus said. You know, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind, to the rich young ruler, True. and you shall uh, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And he says, on these two hang how much?
1: All the law and the prophets, which is
0: all of Scripture. Okay, so love for God, love for your fellow man, as it's described in the Ten Commandments, and then the whole of Scripture basically unpacks in detail the Ten Commandments, and so Satan seeks to. Attack those who hold on to God um, and are faithful and loyal to Him, and and that which is the foundation of His government, which is His law of love, that which is the constitution of heaven, which is His law of love. Because Jesus said, "If you love me,
1: keep my commandments."
0: Where's that found?
1: John fourteen fifteen.
0: Perfect. And so and so <laughs> and so, they're the ones Satan seeks to attack because they show their love for Jesus by being loyal and obedient to him and the principles of his kingdom, mm. which are the Ten Commandments. They are the principles of his kingdom. So he He gathers uh, two allies in order to help him yes. destroy God's end time people. In Revelation 13, uh, we have a description of these two allies. There's two beasts mm-hmm. and a beast is a kingdom in Bible prophecy. So this first beast is comes out of the sea, Revelation mm-hmm. 13, 1 to 10. And this is speaking of the Roman papacy. We don't have time to look at that right now and identify all the identification marks. But this has been um, the interpretation of Christian reformers down through the ages like Martin Luther, John Huss, Wycliffe, um, Jerome, um, the translators of the King James Bible, and a host of others um, have all come to the conclusion that Revelation 13 verses 1 to 10 is speaking of the Roman papacy. Mm Mm-hmm. And the second beast, which we're going to take a look at next week, arises when the Roman papacy goes into captivity, which was in 1798. Mm. So this next power arises at that time that gives power and authority to this first beast. So with that little introduction, if you want to read Revelation 13, verse 3, speaking of the Roman papacy at the end of time, and notice what the Bible here says.
1: And I saw one of his heads as if it had been mortally wounded and his deadly wound was healed and all the world marveled and followed the beast. So they worshipped the dragon who gave authority to the beast and they worshipped the beast saying, Who is like the beast? Who is able to make war with him?
0: Okay, very good. So what do we have here?
1: Well, we have the whole world following after this power that once lost its power but regains it.
0: Regains its power. Okay, so and how much influence does that have at the end of time?
1: Worldwide, worldwide
0: influence. Yeah, the whole world wonders after this power, and um, and we know this to be true because in Revelation 17, if you want to read Revelation 17, um, verses 12 to 13, it speaks of the Roman papacy um, that receives power and authority from all of the governments from the world in order to lead. And to guide and to lead the way.
1: Okay, this is verses twelve and thirteen of chapter seventeen. The ten horns which you saw are ten kings who have received no kingdom as yet, but they receive authority for one hour as kings with the beast. These are of one mind, and they will give their power and authority to the beast. There you go. So these kings.
0: These kings. This is ten is uh, a symbol for for the entirety of of the world leaders and kings here is a symbol for political leaders Mm -hmm. so obviously in the bible in the new testament you know first century when the book of revelation was written there was no prime ministers there was no presidents they just had kings and queens Um, and so the kings are the political rulers of the world they give their authority and their power to the beast. They're they inviting. For a short time. For a short time, for one hour, which is just a short time. So it's Mm -hmm. not literally an hour, but in Bible prophecy, one hour is a short period of time. And it says they're of one mind. They're on the same page. Mm -hmm. So let's take a look at the Roman papacy and let's see if indeed it is described as the leading entity when it comes to promoting peace in the world, which is what we currently see. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of interesting passages in Daniel chapter eight. We have um we have in Daniel chapter eight a description of the Roman papacy. And I took a look at Daniel eight verse twenty five. Do you have that somewhere there, So Daniel eight, twenty five?
1: It says, and through his policy, or I guess another word is cunning, also he shall cause craft, or deceit, to prosper in his hand, and he shall magnify himself in his heart, and by peace, or prosperity, shall destroy many. He shall also stand up against the prince of princes, but he shall be broken without hand.
0: Wow. So this is a prophecy concerning the Roman papacy, and it says through policy or cunning, through craft or deceit, or through peace and prosperity. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what we read? Mm-hmm. There would be a cry of peace and safety. Now, if you go to the, um, uh, the, the breakdown of those words, if you take a look at what those words mean from Strong's Concordance, policy, do you want to read the word policy?
1: Policy means discretion, knowledge, policy. Policy means policy. Prudence, sense, understanding, wisdom, wise.
0: Okay, so this is going to be a power that's using incredible intellect. Mm-hmm. Okay, incredible knowledge. This is really important to remember when we take a look at uh, some some headlines in a little bit. Craft, what does that word mean?
1: Well, in, it's in the sense of deceiving, fraud, deceit, false, find, guile, subtlety, treachery.
0: Pooh. Cool. Well, there's a lot there, isn't there? Deception. Deception. Mm. Mm.
1: (laughs) And the last one.
0: (laughs) And the last one, peace.
1: Peace means security, genuine or false. It can
0: be genuine or false.
1: Abundance, uh, prosperity, quietness.
0: Okay. So this is fascinating. That's what this power is described as, as as one that will be providing security, peace and safety. Mm. You know, um, genuine or false, and um, so so the enemy is 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 going to be using this power as his you know as his lead-in um, in order to seek to deceive the world. Now there's a that that word peace in the original Hebrew appears um, two other times in connection with the Roman papacy. So the other time is in Daniel eleven, and this is interesting because we've got the King of the North and the King of the South, mm-hmm. and this is um, toward the you know to, toward the end of time. And it speaks of the king of the north in Daniel 11.21 and in Daniel 11.24. And it uses those same words, peace. Mm.
1: So in Daniel 11.21, the Bible says, And in his place shall arise a vile person to whom they will not give the honor of royalty, but he shall come in peaceably and seize the kingdom by intrigue. Mm -hmm. And in the next verse, he shall enter peaceably into the richest places of the province and he shall do what his fathers have not done, nor his forefathers. He shall disperse among them the plunder, spoil and riches and he shall devise his plans against the strongholds, but only for a time.
0: Mm, There you go. So we have this power described as one that will provide peace to the world. Mm -hmm. Okay, so (laughs) the papacy is rolling out peace and it's no wonder That um, I've got, I mentioned, I'm not sure if I mentioned, but um, Pope Francis has been on the front cover of Time magazine five times since he was elected, three times in the year that he was elected, 2013, and twice in 2015. And here is one from 2015, the new Roman Empire, the global reach of Pope Francis.
1: Amazing. Well, we're going to have to pick this up again in just a moment. Enjoy this song, If It Could Happen in a Moment, by Summerbrook and Mountain Faith, and we will continue shortly thereafter.
2: could happen in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. It could happen in a moment, he could split the eastern sky. Though our hearts will feel unworthy.
1: That was a happy song. That was
0: a very happy song. And
1: you are with us here, Danny and Sharissa and Shell, on Looking Up. And you know what? It's time to give away the code word. It is indeed. Uh, So we've been telling you, you know, we've got these two amazing books. And look, the the code word, if you want to be in the running for today's prize, we're giving it to the first five people who call or text us with this word. And the word is... Peace. Peace. <laughs> I had to think what it was. <laughs> it's peace. Surprise, surprise. Five-letter
0: word. Peace. peace. Nice and easy.
1: So the number to call is zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. And again, uh, there's actually you have a choice. You call the number. You text the number with the code word peace zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. And you can say I would like the Advent book, or I would like the Advent for kids book. Both would be great. Either one will be good. If you have kids, they'll love the kids one. But there's a reading there for each day mm. um, for 31 days if you, you're interested. And it's all about the story of Jesus. So Fantastic. Wonderful cool. offer uh, to have. Fantastic. So uh, we were just getting into peace here.
0: Yes, peace. We're, we've been taking a look at how the Bible says that the, the entire world is going to give its authority and its power when it speaks of the political establishment um to to a power that the Bible describes as the Roman papacy that will lead out in providing a plan mm-hmm. for how we can have peace um, in this very turbulent environment that we find ourselves in. Mm. And so we've discovered that Pope Francis he is the man of peace. I mean if you think of he if is. you think of an ambassador for peace, he is it and it's interesting that um, Pope Francis and uh, President Biden, they met, um, the, not so long ago, Sharissa, um, just before the COP26 climate summit. That's right. So they met and they had a private meeting. And, um, and I picked up this interesting little note. I showed this headline from the Nat- National Catholic Reporter. Mm-hmm. And this was the headline. It's got a, a picture of, um, Biden and, um, Pope Francis, uh, shaking hands and they're smi- all smiles. And the headline is, Biden pra- praises Pope Francis at Vatican as now in quote most significant warrior for peace.
1: Wow! <laughs> yeah,
0: and um, he says, um, President, this is how the this is how the article begins um, from the National Catholic Reporter. President Joe Biden praised Pope Francis as the most significant warrior for peace I've ever met hmm. um, during their, you know. Closely watched meeting at the Vatican on October 29, and um, and it's interesting that um, this meeting, uh, this meeting that they had was for 75 minutes. It was a private meeting between the president and the pope for more than 75 minutes, and according to the article, setting what is believed to be the longest meeting between Francis and any world leader.
1: Oh, to be a fly on the wall! Wow, <laughs> wow.
0: Would've would've have, we would have had something to talk about.
1: We'd have a lot to. We would have a lot
0: to talk about. So, anyway, it's interesting that Pope Francis hasn't spent that much time with any other world leader. So Biden think
1: developing a friendship?
0: You would think so. You would think so. They are. They seem to be on very, very good terms. And they talked about the climate. They talked about COVID, and they also talked about you know poverty and um, eliminating poverty in the world. So, the things that the Bible talks about. So it's really. <laughs> really, really fascinating um, how that's all t- taking place, and it's interesting that Donald Trump, he, back in 2017, when he met Pope Francis, um, he spoke. They spoke together for 30 minutes. Um, uh, three years earlier, President Barack Obama had a 52-minute um, discussion with uh, Pope Francis. But yeah, here we go. Here we've got Joe Biden. You know, only the second Catholic president of the United States, and he's got the record. A world record, um, of seventy-five plus minutes. So that's really, really that would fascinating. Have been very interesting conversation. That would have been very interesting. So it's interesting because um, you have, as I pointed out, Pope Francis. You know, he he is literally the flavor of the month. <laughs> He's the flavor of the month. I've got a couple of National Geographic. Um, uh, I mean, on National Geographic, he made the the front cover. So not just Time magazine, National Geographic. Pope Francis remakes the Vatican. Mm-hmm. Was one and there's another one here on National Geographic for kids. Wow, he's made it there as well.
1: Yeah, that's interesting, isn't yeah. it? Yeah,
0: so um, you know, all smiles and you know, Pope Francis loves the kids and we've seen him interacting with children, you know, on a number of occasions. And then these two, these two really, I mean, these two, um, you know, front covers. One from Rolling Stone. Yeah, Rolling Stone. What what sort of magazine is that, Charissa? You know,
1: I. Don't really know much about music it. magazine.
0: This is like a rock and roll magazine. But they music.
1: sometimes do have good articles.
0: They do, they do. But how can Pope Francis be on the front cover of a music magazine?
1: Like, he just finds he's, he's doing a lot to get in a lot of different places. He is. I, I saw a couple of years ago he also sent a video message to America during the Super Bowl. Like a video to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was in the news.
0: Far out, that's amazing. And the interesting headline um, on this Rolling Stone magazine, back in 2014. So this is just a short, you know, a year or so, less than a year after he was inaugurated, um, Pope Francis. The times they are changing, and so he's seen um, as as a real change agent. And indeed, the times are changing. And then this one really tops. You know, the the, you can't go beyond this. Mm -hmm. The Advocate. Do you know what the Advocate magazine is? No. It's a popular LGBTIQ magazine in the United States of America. Wow. And they have put him on the front cover of their December 2013 issue, so the year he was inaugurated, and they've given him the title Person of the Year. Imagine that 10 years ago. That's amazing. Person of the Year, and that is because of his statement if someone is gay and seeks the Lord with good will, who am I to judge? Now, this is a complete reversal of of how you know the Church of Rome and how Christianity has been viewed um, by you know by the LGBTIQ community when it comes to you know our biblical views on marriage, on you know on sexuality and so on and so forth, which is obviously contrary to um, to that. So um, so for Pope Francis to be on the front cover of this leading LGBTIQ magazine as Person of the Year, the times are changing. The times they are <laughs> changing. <This laughs> the is- Times
1: magazine is changing its cover and the times are changing.
0: <laughs> it is. It's just incredible. Yeah. I mean, this was unheard of. Mm-hmm. If you would have predicted this 20-odd years ago, that would have, they would have thought you are definitely mad, totally mad. Um, and then it's interesting, you know, if you just go do a search on um, Google Images and you type in the words, which I did, Pope Francis and world leaders, and you see him meeting with one world leader after another.
1: Yeah, I was just having a look at that here. He's he's certainly done a good lot of them.
0: Yeah. He's just <laughs> Some amazing
1: with, photos here.
0: Absolutely. It's just incredible. Just go on to Google, go into Images, And put in your search engine Pope Francis and world leaders, and you'll see, you know, just a host of pictures of him meeting world leaders. And then Pope Francis and climate change, once again, you know, he's leading the charge in that space as well. And um, I shared this with you um, earlier, Sharissa, that when his encyclical came out in 2015 on the environment, Mm -hmm. Laudato Si, you know, which is praise be to you in Latin. On care for our common home. I mean the climate change agenda um, went to another level. Do you remember that? Like oh, that's like about six years ago now. Yeah. It did. Did yep. you notice how it really went? And that was on the eve of the Paris Climate Change Summit.
1: Yeah, I wasn't so aware of those things. The Paris one, And on but... the
0: eve of his speech to the United Nations really? in September okay. when he visited the I United Nations. So all these things coming together at just the right time
1: yeah look it's it's it reminds me of the um the that verse we read in revelation twelve seventeen how mm. you know the dragon was wroth with the woman and he went mm. that is like he went away to plan his mm. final attack mm-hmm. on God's truth mm-hmm. and God's people at the end of time and um yeah. he uses his
2: allies he you does know,
0: and we and we looked at this last week so we won't repeat it but um we discovered that you know that that document of Pope Francis Laudato si, you know, on care for our common home, it not only talks about the environment, it talks about um, health and well-being, um, you know, personal, you know, physical health and well-being, which obviously it's all connected. Um, it talks about the family, um, you know, it talks about a number of things. And at the end of that encyclical, it talks about Sunday rest. Mm. Um, oh,
1: yeah, you said that last year. Yeah,
0: week. right at the end, he talks about that and we, you know, we quoted from that encyclical in in particular that paragraph 237, mm-hmm. um, which is really interesting. And he says, you know, um, Sunday brings healing. He uses the word healing, you know, which we have here in Revelation 13, you know, 3, wow. and his deadly wound was healed. Mm-hmm. And so it brings healing um, to our relationship. There's another encyclical that is not as well known as um, his one on the environment, and that's called Fratelli Tutti. Mm-hmm. Um, which is an encyclical letter of the holy father pope francis and i'm just reading sort of the title on fraternity and social friendships this one's focused on how we can have peace um, uh, in our relationships mm-hmm. this was this was put out last year 2020
1: so look after looking after the home looking yeah. after each other
0: getting along being together of one accord and you know encouraging social friendships and guess what covid has brought polarization such as we have not experienced isn't that true true so do you think we need unity now more than yes. ever yeah we do so That's... this document's all about let's come together yeah let's find no, ways to get along you know we're not going to waste
1: a good crisis
0: exactly exactly <laughs> yeah. a good moment yeah so so this is this is really interesting and um and, in, you know, in, in 2020, you know, the headline from Vatican News, October 2020, um, there was a, a document that was signed by Pope Francis and a number of other uh, religious leaders, and it was um, the title was Pope Signs Rome 2020 Appeal for Peace. Hmm. An Appeal for Peace is signed in Rome by Pope Francis and by leaders of world religions gathered at the International Prayer Meeting for Peace. And he said and and, you know the the document no one is saved alone, peace and fraternity. If that's not straight out of what we just read in first Thessalonians chapter five verse three, when they say peace and safety, and who's the one leading the charge? The Pope. Where are they coming to sign it?
1: To the Vatican. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yes. Can you see how we are literally uh, watching Bible prophecy fulfilled before our very eyes? It's just
1: amazing how God foretold, the, like shared these things with John in vision on the yeah. island of Patmos and that it would be to think that we're living in a time when we are seeing this
0: we are seeing it's it. a
1: very faith affirming thing like we're not following some cunningly devised faith no. god's word is sure word of prophecy it is and it's coming true and it's going to, It's the whole thing is going to come true
0: it is everything is just coming into place mm. you know one thing after another and um and it's interesting if i could just mention this regarding the the climate um i came across this headline very interesting headline. Now, you don't have it. I didn't send this one to you, Charissa, so, um But this was a really interesting headline. And um, this was from America, um, which is a Jesuit review magazine. Yep. And this was November 12, 2021. And um, the headline was COP26. Speaking of the Glasgow summit, COP26 did not go far enough. It's time to take... The Pope Francis Approach to Climate Change. Wow. (laughs) Do you remember seeing that anywhere? I've seen that one
1: somewhere, but I I couldn't remember the wording. Yeah,
0: fascinating, fascinating. Um, So basically this this article went on to say that COP26, yeah, they gave it a good go, Mm -hmm. but they do not have the holistic package. They don't have the full package in order to combat this existential crisis of our times. Yeah. Pope Francis alone has the, the full package and we need to take his approach to climate change. And guess what is part of his package at the very end? Sunday, Yeah, the day of worship. Day and for the planet. Day for the planet, day for families, day for you name it. And that fits in with Revelation 13 and the mark of the beast and where things are heading in the not too distant future. Ah. So we are right there. We are right there. And it's interesting. Here's another headline. Um, they, they, they keep coming. This one's from the National Catholic Register, and, um, and this was the headline, America needs to want a Catholic politics. Oh, wow. So they're saying it's time for America to adopt Catholic politics if we are going to get out of this mess that we're in. We need to change tact, and the Vatican is the only place where we can go to to get this nation back on Ah, track
1: well friends don't go away this this is just we're nearly there there's more to come we're going to listen to this beautiful song i stand in awe and then we'll be back as we continue after the news our final leg of this incredible study
4: Scripture, too marvelous for words, too wonderful for comprehension, like nothing ever seen or heard. Who can grasp your infinite? Wisdom, who can fathom the depths of Your love? You are beautiful beyond description. Majesty and throne above, and I stand,
2: I stand of you I stand I stand in all of you holy god to whom all praises you
4: I stand in
2: beyond description to my
5: Hey there dudes and dudettes, this is Robbie And I'm Tash from Real Faith If you'd like to have a more vibrant walk with God Then come join us from 3.30 to 5.30
1: every Thursday after To hear fresh stories of God working in real people's lives
3: Digging deep into the scriptures and having a fun time We'll, we'll see, see you, you there. there
2: You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio
1: Uh, This is Looking Up, and we're on our final stretch now. As we've been talking about peace and safety, we've been looking at some amazing uh, news articles about how um, the Pope is actually fulfilling the role of a person and uh, an entity in the world calling for peace. Um, But the Bible says... That when they shall cry, peace and safety, sudden destruction mm. comes. You know, before we keep going, I just want to make this final plug. Um, there's a prize, and we have had some prize claimers calling, so um, there's still prizes to be claimed. If you would like to obtain your free copy, uh, you just have to be in the running of the top five, and you just need to contact us with the code word PEACE. On the number 491 there's two books. You can make a choice. You can have the adult version of Advent for yourself or there's an Advent for Kids, 31 entries in each book, and both look fantastic. So please connect with us. We'd love to make sure that you receive the prize if you're in that top five.
5: Amen. Well, Amen.
1: where are we going on our final stretch All right, in our final today. stretch,
0: we want to wrap up um, this prophetic picture uh, that we have in Revelation. So we've looked at, um, you know, we've looked at the clear evidence from Scripture and from our front page headlines that yes, um, Pope Francis and the Vatican is positioning itself um, as the as the entity for peace mm-hmm. at the end of time to to bring about a solution to you know our Titanic. Uh, problems that we have in the world today when it comes to peace and um, and we're going to be taking a look at safety in particular next week and how these two come together in revelation um, 13. but what i want us to take a look at now is um, is at the end of the day um, it's not going to sadly um, work out very well um, for those who who cling to this power because there is there are two powers um, there is a dragon and the dragon works through the papacy at the end of time. And then we have God the Father who works through his son Jesus Christ at the end of time through the power of the Holy Spirit. And we can choose one or the other.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's interesting here in Revelation 17, and if you want to read Revelation uh, 17 verse 17, where it speaks of um, yeah, this coming together of world powers under the leadership of the Roman papacy whom the whole world wonders after. What does it say in Revelation seventeen seventeen?
1: The Bible says, For God has put it into their hearts to fulfill his purpose, to be of one mind and to give their kingdom to the beast until the words of God are fulfilled.
0: Okay. The words of God are fulfilled. This is the preaching of the everlasting gospel. Mm-hmm. When that is completed, mm-hmm. that's Revelation 14. Verses 6 to 12, in particular, the third angel's message in Revelation 14. What follows the preaching of the three angels' messages?
1: The second coming of Jesus. The second the coming of, of Jesus.
0: And it's fascinating. If you go back, we read Revelation 17, verses 12 and 13, where they're of one mind and they give their power and authority to the beast. What follows in verse 14? Revelation 17, verse 14.
1: These will make war with the Lamb and the Lamb will overcome them for he is Lord of lords and King of kings and those who are with him are called, chosen and faithful.
0: They are chosen and faithful. Wow. It's interesting that in Revelation 14, 12, God says, Here is the patience of the saints. Here are those who keep the commandments of God and have the what? The faith Faith of of Jesus. Jesus. And this word chosen, it's exactly the same word as elect Mm. that Jesus uses in Matthew 24, in fact, it's the last time that word elect appears in Scripture, and it's right here. So God's elect, you remember Jesus said, if it were possible to deceive even the very elect, but they will not be deceived because they're going to stick with Jesus, they're going to stick in his word, they're going to be looking up, they're going to be holding true to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ, just like John, just like those who were attacked by the dragon at the end of time that we read of in Revelation 12:17."
1: Amen. That's, that's why it's so important for us to be mm. studying our Bibles.
0: Absolutely. Because
1: if we don't know the truth, we'll be, we'll be tricked by the counterfeit.
0: We will be. We'll be deceived each and every time. And we won't take the time. But in Revelation 18, it speaks of both the political and the economic powers of the world coming together and giving their authority and power to, to Babylon, which is another name for you know, the Roman papacy at the end of time. Mm-hmm. And it says they rule for one hour. Three times it mentions it in Revelation 18, one hour, one hour, one hour, and in the end, in the end, they are destroyed. Hmm. You know, Babylon is destroyed, so God calls his people out of Babylon. And so, where does he call them? If he calls them out of Babylon, where does he call them into?
1: Into his end time movement, into his end time movement, into his end time, his end time church,
0: a bit like the ark, isn't mm, it? It is
1: Noah's ark. We did that whole study. We <laughs> did,
0: yeah, where God called people out of the world
1: into the, into the
0: safety of the ark, yeah. and the end at the end of time, there will only be safety in Jesus Christ and in His remnant movement, which is a a prophetic remnant movement. Amen. And I want to and I want to sort of finish off with um, the Prince of Peace Himself. Um so so God is calling us out of false uh, lead peace, you know that which seems on the surface to be good and wholesome, um, but it is poisonous, and that reminds us of what Satan did when he tempted Jesus in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. you know was there anything wrong with eating bread? No, there wasn't, mm-hmm. but what was his temptation? If you are the Son of God, mm-hmm. prove it by turning these stones into bread he had just heard the words of his of his heavenly father 40 days prior at his baptism this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased and satan is like did you really hear those words do you really believe in the word of your father prove it mm. and so we ought not to be proving the word of god the word of god is true it is faithful and so on the surface that that temptation seemed you know benign on the surface but it was deadly and cancerous deep down and jesus recognized it and that's why jesus quoted scripture yes man shall not live by bread alone but
1: by every word that proceeds from the mouth of god
0: absolutely so once again we will be tested in the same way, and only by the Scriptures will we know the difference between what is true and what is false. Because there's going to be a lot of spiritualism. There's going to be a lot of miracles and signs and wonders. Jesus talked about that. Revelation talks about that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, Sharissa, we're, we're heading into, into some very interesting waters, yeah. and so we need to be grounded in the Bible and the Bible alone.
1: Amen. I was uh, reading this morning in um, Revelation chapter 4 mm-hmm. and just being reminded that God is in control. Amen. You know, um, there's stressful times if you look at the end. Uh, if the Bible ended in Revelation chapter 13, it wouldn't oh, be a great place to end. Have mercy, yes. <laughs> But the Bible doesn't end there. There's no, a few more chapters and there's a really wonderful ending and the whole point of my mentioning Revelation 4 is God is on the throne of this universe. Amen. He's in control. He's the living God. And um, yeah, he is... He is the God of peace.
0: Amen, amen. And speaking of that, you know, Jesus is the Prince of Peace um, in Isaiah 9.6. Do you want to read for us? You know, you mentioned these words earlier, but it'd be nice to read John 16, verse 32 and 33, on the eve of Jesus' own Time of tribulation, such as we will never comprehend. What did Jesus share with his disciples?
1: He said in John sixteen thirty two and 33, Indeed, the hour is coming. Yes, has now come that you will be scattered, each to his own, and will leave me alone. And yet I am not alone, because my Father is with me. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world.
0: Wow. And so... How could Jesus say, how could Jesus say, um, I'm not alone, the Father is with me, I have complete peace? How could Jesus say that? Did he feel that? Was that just something that came out of his feelings?
1: Well, his feelings were, I think, bound, um, like founded on a firm faith mm. and our faith is faith is different to feeling i think a lot of people don't realize that yeah. faith is not feeling faith is trust without reservation based on evidence faith is the substance of things hoped for, the mm. evidence of things not seen but uh, when when you know who god is you can trust him you can put your life in his hands mm. and the feelings just follow
0: absolutely because How did Jesus feel on the cross? Why did he cry out, my God, my God?
1: Why have you forsaken me? So
0: did he feel forsaken? He did. Did he feel like there was no way he would ever be reconnected with his heavenly father? Did he feel like the darkness was just too deep? And too broad. And the tunnel was just too long and impossible to get through. That's how he felt, didn't he?
1: That's how he felt. But he never gave up.
2: No, he never he gave never, up.
1: He, the Bible says in Hebrews 12, t- uh, verse 2, "You know, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who for the joy that was Amen. set before him. So he kept that joy before him, endured the cross, despising the shame. What was the joy? The joy of seeing... People like us, people like all of our listeners saved for all eternity. What a miracle.
0: That's something
1: that thrilled the heart of God.
0: Amen. Amen. That is just so powerful and so beautiful. And so it's interesting because on the cross, Jesus said to the thief, you know, I'm telling you the truth today. You will be with me in paradise. Did he feel like he was going to be in paradise with his heavenly father? He didn't feel like that. but he promised the thief based on the word of God, based Mm -hmm. on the promise that he would rise again. And that is why Jesus cried out in his final words, into thy hands, Father, I commit my spirit. Mm -hmm. They are words of faith, not feeling. Amen. Powerful stuff, isn't it? Do you want to read for us Isaiah 26, verse 3? I love this scripture as well.
1: Isaiah 26, verse 3. I think I know this one. As I Look it up. You will keep him in perfect peace. His mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you.
0: Wow. What do you want to say about that?
1: <laughs> perfect peace comes from trusting in God.
0: Absolutely. And that's what it boils down to. So God's end time people will put their faith and trust in God no matter what the circumstance, no matter how they feel, no matter what anyone is saying.
1: They're constantly looking up.
0: They're constantly looking up, looking mm-hmm. up, putting their faith and trust in Jesus. Amen. I just love that scripture. I've got another one here. Um, from. There's so many, but we're, we're running out of time. But there's a couple more I want to look at. Hebrews 13, verse 6. You You mentioned from Hebrews 12. Mm-hmm. Um, Hebrews 13, verse 6. Do you want to read that?
1: So we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? <laughs> the things we could do if we do not fear.
0: Wow. <laughs> what, what can man do?
2: What can man do? You know,
0: that's why, that's why I say to people when it comes to COVID, I say, I'm not afraid. Uh, by God's grace, I'm not afraid of the vaccine or the virus. Mm. Why is that? Because... I know that the vaccine and the virus, that is not the end of the road for me. If one of those two would put an end to my life, it's not the end. Because Jesus said, you know, do not fear the one who takes out, you know, the body. Do not fear the one who destroys the body, but fear him who destroys both the body and the soul in hellfire. Mm-hmm. And so if we have Christ in our hearts, we do not need to fear. And finally, the last the last scripture. I love how Paul begins 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 1.
1: 1 Timothy chapter 1. And the Bible says.
0: Verse 1.
1: The Bible says Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of God, our Saviour, and the Lord Jesus Christ, our hope.
0: Who is our hope? Jesus. And um, he is our only hope. Jesus Christ is our only hope. So, my dear friends, I hope and pray that you have been encouraged to keep looking up because Jesus alone is our helper. We do not need to be afraid. We do not need to fear what's mm-hmm. coming down the track because the Lord Jesus Christ is our hope. Amen. Amen and amen. So, um, so here's the Prince of Peace, and if you have him in your heart and in your life, you can do what Paul said, in prison, be anxious for nothing, but in all things by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving in your hearts, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all, all understanding, understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus our Lord. Philippians 4, 6 and 7. My favorite scripture in the whole Bible.
1: Oh, wow. I love it. Well, friends... You heard it. You've heard it from God's Word. Amen. This world cannot give us the peace that we desire, that we long for. The only peace that can uh, really fill our hearts is the peace of God. Amen. And uh, God wants to give you that peace today. If you will just come to Him, surrender your life to Him. And uh, we're going to go to a song by Jimmy Needham. It is finished. When we come back, we will just share some final summative thoughts on today's study. And so don't go away.
5: It is finished, it is finished, tetelestai, the beauty of the double meaning phrase, he sees from his late It is finished. Tell, tell die. The sun. Is sinking sand. All other ground is
1: sinking sand. You are listening to Jimmy Needham singing. It is finished, and we are at the end of looking up for another week. Uh, what a study we have had, in Pastor Danny, as we close, are there any final thoughts that you think our listeners uh, would like to hear?
0: Well, I guess, um, you know, in line with what we've taken a look at today, you know, peace and safety, and we're focused on that element of peace, um, there really is only one that can provide that peace. And that, of course, is the Prince of Peace himself, Jesus Christ. And I find it fascinating how often Jesus talked with his disciples and with others, um, the theme of do not be troubled, do not be afraid. And, you know, we are living in very challenging times where we're living in very troublesome times, very times of stress and anxious. All the things Jesus said would be part and parcel of the times we're living in. We are actually experiencing that right now. And, um, and so we don't know what, um, you know, we don't know what tomorrow looks like, let alone 2022. Um, and so I just want to finish off um, some final thoughts with the words of Jesus in John 14. You know, that famous a uh, passage oh, where Jesus talks passage. about where we ought to look. We ought to be looking up. And mm-hmm. on the eve of his crucifixion, Jesus said, the, Jesus shared these words in John 14 verses 1 to 3 with his disciples, where he said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am there you may be also. And so that is Amen. that is the plan of Jesus Christ to take us home with him. So that's my that's my word of encouragement to each and every person.
1: That I couldn't think of better encouragement to leave with us today. Um, those words of Jesus, let not your hearts be troubled. Thank you, Pastor Danny. Well, would you close with prayer for us?
0: Sure, love to. Father in heaven, we want to thank you again for Jesus, the Mm. Prince of Peace. And um, this time of year, we're only about a month away from from Christmas Day, and we reflect on the words of the angel to the shepherds who said, um, uh, a saviour is born, Um, we bring you glad tidings, Um, peace on earth and goodwill toward men. And peace on earth was was the truth that Jesus himself, the Prince of Peace, came to this earth. And because of Jesus, no matter what happens, um, we can have assurance, we can have hope. Uh, We do not need to be troubled. We do not need to be afraid. And so we thank you, Father, for Jesus. We thank you that as we look up, we realize that his redemption, our redemption, is drawing ever nearer each and every day. So, Father, I pray that you'll bless each person who has listened to this uh, broadcast, those that may be listening to it as a podcast at a future time. We pray that you will bless each one with your peace and that each one will seek to draw nearer and nearer to you each and every day as we await that day when Jesus will return and sin and suffering and sorrow will be no more. Until then, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. Thank you so much for our study today, Pastor Danny. And next week we're back again, same time, same place, and our final mm. s- session on final session the signs of the times. So don't miss it. You will want to be here uh, again next Wednesday. And we want to remind our listeners that um, you can catch up on the episodes. You can go back, look at them on our website. And uh, right after this show, there's another live Live shows don't go away. It's the Adelaide, Adelaide Drive Time show, and uh, that will be a blessing as well. Also a reminder to all of our friends who are American. May God bless you on your Thanksgiving day amen, tomorrow. Amen,
0: amen, amen. <laughs> and uh,
1: if you're not American, well, just give thanks. For May the Lord the- bless
0: you anyway on Thanksgiving <laughs> day, indeed. <That's> right. <laughs> and just, give thanks, it's indeed. It's just nice
1: to celebrate good things. and uh, be Rejoice thankful. in the Lord always the last and time I that's, checked. That's true, and it does something for you. So amen. as we leave you, remember, fear looks around, regret looks back, but never forget that faith, it always keeps looking up. So may God bless you. We'll see you here next week. Enjoy. Keep
4: looking up, don't give up, don't give up When there's pain deep in your heart Keep looking up, don't give up, don't give up Should the tears begin to start. With a prayer, all your cares, He will cast into the depths of the sea. His love is always there for me.